I don't know what I asked for, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't this. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of The Misanthropod. I'm Snipe and as per usual I'm joined by Wibbs, say hello. Hello. And I'm joined by Le Drummer Bot, say bonjour. Bonjour. He actually did what I told him to this time. Excellent. Suffer. So we might have a good few more listeners this time round. Like, yes. Like at least maybe, I don't know, six people now. Hi guys. Yeah, quadrupling our audience. Absolutely. Don't think about the math there. <laughs> But yeah, we uh, we recently did a, uh, a video on like our top uh, favorite wacky things from Rogue Trader 40k, and that brought in a lot of new traffic. Yeah, a lot. A lot, which you know we're incredibly grateful of. Yeah, so um, hello to those new people who may be listening. Um, Sorry in advance. Sorry yeah, about to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> you might be thinking this is a podcast that has a purpose. It's not. No, not really. Uh, what we do here at uh, the Misanthropod is uh, we usually talk about stupid shit that means nothing. Occasionally video games, sometimes tabletops, you know, D&D, 40k, and Drum and Bat never does anything. <laughs> yeah. And lives in France. Yeah, you kind of caught up with the law now. Yeah, um, that you've, you've caught up on the deep law of the Misanthropod. Yeah, to it's, be honest, I didn't realise we were recording these things. I just use it as an excuse to catch up with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I was going to make a joke, but that is so adorable. <laughs> you lovely man. <laughs> there is one thing um, I do want to mention about the uh, the recent Rogue Trader video. Um, aside from being just about the most popular thing we've ever made... Yeah. In It's a general statement... Um, there are there there is a, a couple of um, I don't want to say mistakes, but the way we worded things in the video gave people the wrong impression about certain things. Okay, so um, it's possible we might do a follow up video at some point. I and, think we might have to do an addendum. Um, yeah, and we'll probably mention the mention the the other ones in there. But I just want to front load this right now. We know it's not a dinosaur. It's a protonid. We know. Stop telling us. Get it. It's not funny if we don't say dinosaur. Why isn't it a dinosaur? It looks like a dinosaur. It's, it's a protonid. Uh, the Tyranids back then were... They had Were desks. Well, yeah, they were desks. No, um... Tyranids back then sort of were very vague, and the design for them was a bit weird, and much more, um... Much more dinosaur-y and less insect-y, kind of. Mm. They, they, they had a few iterations. They were um, really good as desks. The only, uh, to be honest, um, if it wasn't for the little eye stalk things that you can see on the back of the uh, the writing desk's head and the one that's in the background, then I, I would be almost prepared to fight people that they're not Tyranids. They are just dinosaurs, <laughs> but... But the little eye stalk things that yeah. kind of give it away that it is supposed to be a tyranid. Very flat skulls too. Very good for writing things. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's blatantly obvious that whoever was drawing it was basing them on dinosaurs. But you know, but that's okay. Yeah, um, and yeah, the joke was that we were obsessing over it being a dinosaur. Um, 
obviously that didn't translate to a lot of people Evidently. and that's that's <laughs> fine that's that we, we we obviously needed to uh to change the way we told that joke you sound really passionate. I was like, well, obviously none of you got the joke. Guess we have no, to what? dumb it down for you people. I didn't say that. I was saying, I was I was being open with and saying that it's, you know, that's a fault on us, not a fault on the viewer. I was saying the opposite of what you were saying. I know, but it's funnier to the, that I assume that you're saying the opposite of what you're saying. It's probably because I'm British and therefore I always sound condescending. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, always actually putting yourself down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, self-deprecating. That is, that is a hallmark of being British. Yeah, well, um, always sounding like you're being a massive snooty butt and actually being massively self-deprecating. Yeah, condescension while self-deprecating is uh, is is Britain really? Yeah. The British are so that and rain. nuanced and rain and uh, rain isn't a personality trait. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. How I mean, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a licensed psychologist. I'm just. I'm just. You know, armchairing here. But... How long have you lived here and you don't realise that rain is like a primary factor in all British people's personality? I don't. I don't go outside that much. Like, there's a definite degree of drizzle about most British people. <laughs> I'm not saying a fucking thing. <laughs> I mean, I think you guys are quite sunny. Okay, you know, yeah. you're kind of yellow, actually. <laughs> but You've been around me too much to say that with a straight face. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. But uh, we should probably start talking about actual stuff. Yeah, I Who guess. Who am I kidding? We never do anyway. So, how have you guys been? Been very drizzly or rainy? Uh, actually, the weather's been not bad. I'm talking about you personally. Personally? Oh, oh um, overcast constantly. But oh. I'm okay. Okay, I'm glad. Drama butt, how you been doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Thank you. You're hanging out in France where you're getting all the warm weather and sunburn. Yeah. that was. Uh, this last week's been a little bit... It got down to the low 20s, so it got a bit chilly. But Ooh. it's back it's back up to 30-something again today, so it's all <laughs> too warm to get anything done, actually. I'm so very unproductive at the moment in terms of basically anything. I'm pretty much just sitting and playing Magic Carp Jump because I don't have the energy or <laughs> body temperature to do anything else. <laughs> oh, dude. Honestly, speaking as someone who comes from Australia, yeah, like, when it gets, like, really hot, all we do is just stay inside and drink cold drinks. Yeah. Like, people think we have this magical coping... No, we have air conditioning and inside. (laughs) That's what we... That's what we have. We just sit around just going, Ugh, oh, well. It's pretty fucking hot. Yeah. Um, actually, speaking of of both Pokemon and going outside... (sighs) Uh, we've been uh, we've been playing a lot of the new uh, Pokemon Go. Uh, yes, um, yes. Do you update with all the raids and stuff? That's been a lot of fun. Yeah, we've I... actually seen people walking around like actually playing rather than just being fucking completely snuck up on by people using GPS fucking spoofers. <laughs> yeah, or, or you know, because uh, for a long time you, you'd see people like surreptitiously pull out their phone when nearby a gym, and you're like, "I know what you're doing. You're one of the sad fuckers like us that is still playing Pokemon Go." You can always tell because they're always the over the age of like twenty six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But now kids are playing it again, so that's that's kind of fun. Yeah, still more more adults. I'd say. Oh yeah. Um, Speaking of which, because I think I know where you're going. With yeah. This. So. If if people don't know, they they did a new update um, a couple of weeks back where there's new the gyms work in a different way, um, like in a the, way better way, in a way better way that has kind of broken the the kind of awful metas that they had that meant it was really hard to take a gym unless you were super powerful. Whereas now a couple of people like like us who don't have like super high powered um, Pokemon can still take down a gym. 
It just takes a good bit of time. Yeah, yeah, and you get more rewards, and it's just... It, it's just, you, you get one Pokemon per gym, rather than just have, having everything as a Blissey or a fucking Gyarados. Well, one, one Pokemon of each type. One Pokemon of each type, sorry. It's, it's, it's allowed, so yeah. you can't have six Blisses, you can only yeah. have one. Which is a fucking godsend, and they've also made it so that gyms are also Pokestops, mm. which is pretty fun. Okay, yeah, that's cool. And every time you beat a Pokemon, they um, get weaker. The so. CP gets lowered, and yeah. then and, until it gets kicked out, and then you can put your thingy in, and you can like if someone's like not chipped off a bit of of your poker health, you can go and feed fellow Pokemon from your team berries. Yeah, and that kind of tops up their health, and it, it does degrade over time. So like, like we went out last night at like midnight, and went and just fed a bunch of gym. It's like berries. It's like, hey, here you go. I'm, I'll get XP for this. It doesn't matter. Um, Pretty fun. But yeah, so so a, a good update if you're still into Pokemon Go. It, it's kind of fixed a lot of the problems with gyms, which is good. It's, it's still mm. not perfect, you know. It's it's still the same game. So if you you know, yeah, if if you kind of got really really sick of it very quickly, then it's unlikely to change your opinion of it. Yeah. But the interesting thing is that in our area, for some reason. It, it used to be kind of dominated by... Um, Valor. By Valor, yeah. Valor were everywhere. I'm pretty sure there was one guy who would spoof like a maniac. Yeah. Because like, uh, in the park near our house, we have like... Now we have like four gyms. We had like three gyms there. And I stood there and I took a gym. And the moment I put a thing in, there was a guy on it. And before the update, the radiuses weren't as wide. Yeah, and in that area on that gym, I could see within the bounding. There was fucking no one there. Yeah, and it's just like okay. And then, then like after he'd done that, he went like he managed to get five miles down the hill and take another gym. And it's like, hmm, I wonder what's happening. Yeah, motherfucker must have some great legs on him. Yeah, (laughs) haven't really seen that happen at all. Yeah, I don't know if they've they've um... lately kind of uh, clamp down on it but anyway um since this update uh for some reason uh team mystic the one that we're on the blue one has yeah, taken over one. and that's just every everyone every area everything around us is all team mystic all the time now for some reason and apparently it's it's resulted in this interesting mini gang wall <laughs> yeah actually between every team mystic player and one team valor player yeah i mean like there are a few team valor players in our town but there's this one. Um, now, and she is... Oh, she's... Oof. Yeah, we, we see her around. Um... We f- The day the update dropped, we went out to see what all these raids were about. And we got collared by like a group of people. Like, hey, what team are you on? We're like, oh, we're blue. And they're like, oh, cool. you know, Because they were all mystic as well. Because of course they were. <laughs> I just want to point out, they didn't say what, what team are you on. Oh. A random person in the little racist town we live in shouting across a park at you, what colour are you, is is an unnerving thing to hear. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. <laughs> she turned out to be friendly. And she was telling us all about the Facebook group and how, you know, they, they get together and have, like, little mystic raids. And, oh, like, that's they're gonna quite be planning sweet. Raids. It's really quite sweet. They've got, like, this tiny little community about it and they all hang out together and all know each other. And they were like, um, what was it? They were like... Just don't run. Just don't run into Jane. Oh, who's who's Jane? And she's like, well, well, <laughs> she's Valor, isn't she? And we're like, okay, that. Ooh, she's Valor. Like, yeah. Like, apparently, this woman. We we see her around a lot in the park, and 
she's always kind of messing about on the gyms and stuff, you know, just she plays a lot, I guess. Apparently, she is so overly verbally aggressive. Like, she is really <laughs> fucking nasty. Yeah, like, like the woman was saying that, oh, yeah, it was like a bunch of them taking a gym, and she comes up because they took it off her, and she starts screaming at them, swearing at them, calling them all sorts of horrifying names. It's like, wow. <laughs> okay, we found a fucking, like, like proper IRL toxic gamer. Yeah. So, uh, so fucking weird. So we've been having great fun every time she takes a gym nearby or uh, sneaking out at stupid times in the night and retaking it. <laughs> like there was that one we came back from shopping and we saw her. So she's walking along. She obviously has just done something to a gym and is walking off to the poker stop. We're like, okay, slow down. We got to upset the red menace. <laughs> so we slow down and we wait because it's just her in the gym with her shiny Gyarados. We fucking kick the shit out of it. <laughs> Put our dudes in it, and then sneak out the park. It was awesome, <laughs> excellent. But yeah, I'm waiting for her to like unlo- just start shouting abuse. Well, start noticing that the same two people keep taking I'm her following her, her out. We're not really following her. We're following the gym. Because the thing is, there's like six gyms in our entire town. Four of them are in the park next night. That's a you know a five minute walk from our house. Yeah, so. So, yeah, so like, we she'll come could... in and be like, oh, I've taken one gym, and then we'll immediately go out and be like, nah, bitch, no, this is our gym now. <laughs> and I'm, I'm waiting for her to throw something at us, honestly, because her, her reputation is abominable. <laughs> to be fair, I've heard, uh, like, when we were talking to the people in the park, uh, they were saying that other people, because of her kind of fiery temper, other people were just winding her up, as in <laughs> hiding in bushes, taking <laughs> taking her gyms, yeah, so they couldn't tell like, where she was, or they, so they couldn't tell where they were. What was it? They had, like, three people hiding in bushes near a gym, taking it, and she's just sit- sitting there in the middle of it, just screaming, WHERE ARE YOU?! Just, like, going nuts! <laughs> It's like, oh my god, this woman! <laughs> I, bet, I know this... fucking crazy. I mean, like, of course we can't say that this is 100% true, but, like, when a bunch of people are sitting there telling you this, you kind of gotta believe it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, um... <laughs> it's, it's interesting to see, yeah, the kind of toxic, we... angry gamer actually appear in real life. You know? Yeah, and what really kind of worries me is that she wanders, she's got, like, two kids she wanders around with a lot, which I guess are maybe her kids or grandkids uh, or something. Stolen. She probably stole. She stole them from a mystic player. She's, she's ransoming. She stole a couple of kids, gave them smartphones so that they can easily tank raids. You join Team Valor now. <laughs> okay. Delete your character if it's Team Mystic. <laughs> Get good. But I've got a Pikachu with a Santa hat. He's dead now. <laughs> He's dead and bleeding. <laughs> I lavender towned him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so yeah, the the whole gang violence thing has been quite interesting. <laughs> well, the most small town fucking gang violence you can get. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that that's been an interesting uh, social experience. I guess yeah, you could yeah. call it. Pokemon Go once again introducing odd odd new social dynamics. Yeah. Oh, I know what we could talk about. We had uh, we played a pretty good round of D and D the other day. Yeah, that was pretty fun. DM'd by Drummerbot. <laughs> More successful than the time before. Oh yeah, because two of our party members are like, oh god, so selfish, right? They have like this baby or whatever, and apparently you need to like feed and take care of a baby instead of play D and D. I know. 
And like last weekend, it was like really hot, and the baby was like, "I don't like it because it's hot, and, and everything is new and frightening to me." And like they were all like, "Sorry, guys, gotta like I don't know, help this infant survive or whatever." The bastards. So what? What was our complete um, inventory of actions that we did in that 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 previous session, Matt? <laughs> you you woke up. Yes. You went to a music shop. And pre-ordered an accordion. Yes. Yeah. That was it. Yep. That oh, and we also we potentially put an informant in the uh, the line of fire by just being twats, because we were supposed to go visit the character who was a friend of one of the party members, and we go into this bar where we're supposed to meet him, and his name is Rue. So our our rogue, who's who's friends with this guy. Goes like he's basically walking around going, Rue, are you there? And then we find Rue. Well, our, our rogue finds Rue and goes, Hey, I found Rue. My warlock on the other side of the bar goes, Who is that Rue you have with you? This guy's trying to keep a low profile because he's actually being hunted by like the mafia or whatever. And we're just shouting his name. Oh yeah, Rue, who is your childhood friend? Is sitting right there. I'll be right over to see you and your friend Rue, who's looking very shady for some reason. I'm, if he ends up dead, <laughs> I honestly don't know why he would end up dead, because we were so yeah. like stealthy about it. But yeah, that's pretty much all we got done. Yeah, which you know, I I, I am joking. I, obviously, kids take precedence over fucking D and D. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just it was quite funny just how little we got done. Yeah, in, like the allotted like four hours we have. But the next session, uh, we actually had a pretty good one. We um, did so good with this session. It was great. We so, did like a whole little episode. So what what this character, Rue, wanted us to do was to steal um, an item, a little statue, from this, this rich like collector's house um, that was surrounded by guards on a high wall. And so we had to figure out how to, to break in and like we had to... Because the, the the main door to to get to where he stores his things uh, was locked by a key that the guy keeps on him at all times. He's a very very paranoid guy. And we weren't supposed to just go in and just beast out and murder everyone. Yeah, we had to try and do it stealthily, and you know, which is probably a bad thing considering that um, I have a loud bard. Well, he's not bard; he's a he's a barbarian, but he plays a lute a lot of the time. So. Yeah. Well, I mean. I mean, there was nothing stopping you going in, like, and making a mess. But I just think I was just trying to give you a bit of a warning. Where if that happens, you know, there there will be some sort of comeuppance probably if you just go in and murderize everything. Like, well, I think we did very well, but yeah, considering we're all complete fucking weirdos. So um, we needed to case the joint. So uh, what so, happened? Uh, my warlock Nathan went out with the rogue uh, in disguise because we're very clever, very paranoid. And we had a look around the estate. We pegged a few guards. Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> don't question my methods. Do you mean you observed a few guards? Yeah. Because pegging them is a very different thing. Hey, hey. We didn't get attacked by guards, did we? All I'm going to say is that I never saw you roll to peg the guards. Okay. I had a secret roll because we're using roll 20. <laughs> What's it? What, what did she roll? Matt, what did she roll on her secret pegging the guard roll? Yeah, three. It did not go well. What? What did she do? Miss and fuck the guy next to her? <laughs> now, with him, I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> what, charisma to convince him it was okay? 
that's cool. This is this is fine. I'm I'm uh, your boyfriend. And he was like, oh yeah, All that's right. legit. That's fine. <laughs> no, so we went and cased the joint. Had a look at some of the guards. Yes. <laughs> and there was like an alleyway around the side, so uh, went and popped the rogue on my shoulders, and we had a look over the fence. There was a big window opposite us. So, in my character's infinite wisdom, he decided to throw a rock through the window so it would draw all the guards, so we could see, A, how many there were, and B, what kind of response time they had and what kind of response techniques they were using. I always just smashed a fucking window and ran off because it was awesome. Yeah, just making the guards slightly more alert. That's pretty much what you achieved. Well, it's... <laughs> I was just, I was being cautious, and I wanted to break a window. I I don't think break a window and cautious are phrases used in conjunction very often. Okay, so in my defense, it was the rogue who broke the window. It's it's all her fault. Yeah, but that's only because she was on your shoulders, so she could actually see. I had to keep, you made me make fucking dex saves, so I didn't, like, fall on my ass. I'm convinced, Drummer Matt, I am convinced that you mock me because I have minus one to my dexterity. (laughs) You're so mean. You just keep putting yourself in situations where you need to make dex rolls. Like when? Like falling down the stairs. Okay, I fell down the stairs because I didn't have fucking night vision. That's like the one time. Yes, I mean, this time you could have, when running away from said guards that came around to find out where the stone came from, you could have decided to put the rogue down off your shoulders to run away rather than carry on going. Okay, I panicked, so I couldn't... She was already on my shoulders. I was like, well, I'm big and tough and brave. I, I can run with a bard. I, I, bard. I can run with a rogue on my shoulders. It's fine. And, hey, we made it all the way back to the fucking house without, like, anyone noticing. <laughs> I mean, so, I hope. <laughs> so, um... After... I gathered some valuable information. So did our rogue. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest, I think it would have gone down pretty much identically. The things I do for this fucking in, party, honestly. In fairness, no I, respect. In fairness, we did get a better. Like, um, we didn't need the window to be broken, granted, but the uh, rest of it, we uh, the the information about the layout of the place was useful. You're welcome. Just next time, don't break a window. Okay, I needed to see the guard's response time. You, My yeah. logic is sound. Your logic is as sound as your ability to pronounce words. <laughs> it's not that good. And your good. ability to scope out the place for two minutes, then go, okay, that's all I need to know. We don't need to look at, like, guard rotors or anything. We'll just keep, look at what they're doing at this time, and then we assume that's what okay. it is all the time. Okay, so <laughs> we went back the next day to look at that. Yeah, and, and like, then we spent an entire day observing yeah, them from did, a second story. Yeah, so don't fucking act. Don't fucking. Everyone's gonna say, oh, Snipe broke a window and then just went and fucking stumbled dick first into the. Fuck you! No, that's not how it happened at all. Well, we no. had we had too much recon. It was awkward. We were tripping over fucking information. It was terrible. <laughs> I, I, information I, coming out of our ass. There's some revisionist history going on here. Ooh, it wasn't that long ago. I remember it well. <laughs> but anyway, memory is a fickle thing. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I got like, Talus and I got to break a window. It was awesome, and no one died. Okay, although. Uh, Although okay, so um, so we ended up th- uh, the next day. We got into like a um, abandoned house that was nearby that we could observe uh, observe the house and basically wait for the guy who um, who has the key to leave because previously my character um, the barbarian dwarf um, had got some information out of um, 
out of the Bordello owner who we happen to just be around. Yeah, we're quite good friends with him. Yeah, um, that he was going to be going out that day um, to go and uh, to go and see indulge in uh, pleasures yes. of the flesh. After after Matt did a very nice thing of pretty much put it in my lap that I needed to speak to her because I I was quite tired whilst playing the game and I was an idiot. You're just like I'll sit in the corner with the wizard and just go. Because okay. you, pre- you pretty much did something which it wasn't this, but it would, might as well have been a hmm. Just roll for uh, you need to speak to the woman seriously. You fucking idiot! Ask her about something. Oh, you rolled a ten. Hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> You speak to the woman. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, yeah, I should probably speak to her. <laughs> I've like the fourth prod, yeah. Um, but anyway, so we got the information. Uh, we saw the guy leave. And we'd arranged this tactic whereby... It was phenomenal, but this was fucking perfect. So uh, my character and Snipe's character, who have got this, who have got this long-standing uh, war of words where we're constantly picking at each other anyway... Mm-hmm. Um, decide that what we're going to do is we're going to distract the guy and his and if he's got any guards with him by staging an argument and, and then, then like fighting and smashing into yeah him. like getting into fisticuffs and like knocking around and then our rogue would then sneak behind him and and pickpocket him and if she got caught then our um, our I always forget if she's a, a mage or a wizard she's a wizard she's a wizard, wizard. yeah because yeah. I always forget the difference between those things <laughs> there is not a mage. In in D and Is there no mage? Okay. No, there's a there's sorcerer or wizard if you want the like direct um, spellcasters. Okay, I, I've I've never played a spellcaster. So. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. yeah. Um, no, they confused me for a while as well. I was like, because it's like then you start adding you know all the other spellcasters and like so what's the difference between all of these things? <laughs> <laughs> well, but, warlocks are the best. But because she uh, she is like a dragonborn and is like high, you know kind of looks high class and she's um, yeah she's not. Her, her species isn't particularly common in the town yeah. we're in. So if, if the, the rogue was caught, then the wizard would come in and say, oh, oh, um, yeah, um, this, this is my, my servant girl. Um, she's been harassing you. Come on, let's get her, let's get her away. I'm so sorry, you know. It was like a whole plan. Um, it, was, it was a good plan. Miraculously worked... Because we, uh, so we uh, we started arguing in in front of him. How did we start arguing? I think I ran up and, and just started shouting at you and saying like, "Do you have any idea how much money you've cost me?" Yeah, and, and then the I character think, was like, "Oh, we didn't go over this." Yeah, we didn't <laughs> arrange anything. Um. <laughs> we really should have. And it was like, you, I, I think it was I, I basically accused your character of standing up my character's daughter. Yeah, at, at, I, the, like, at the I, chapel. I paid good money for you. You're just gonna walk away from my darling daughter, and I'm like, I, I, yes, actually. I, I I will because your daughter's terrible. And then uh, and then I'm like, well come up, well come over here and fight me because I'm standing right next to the guy. Yeah. And so, like, did, don't you like you grab like the guy's guard and go? You look like a member of the guard. Come on, grab like drag him back here by the ponytail, will you? And he's like, nothing to do with me, mate. And so we end up kind of kind of scuffling with each other and. Rogue comes in, pickpockets the key because because they roll super well. So. Yeah, very very well. So like so while, we're, while we're fighting bitterly, yeah. And then as and then once that's happened, we kind of stand up and uh, and I think you turn around and say something to the no, effect. Sorry, you, you say something to the effect of "Look, I just she's just not my type." Okay. <laughs> and then I said, then I said, "Well, that's a perfectly reasonable thing. Why didn't you just say that to begin with?" 
Like, and I'm like, well, I didn't mean to offend you, and I felt very awkward about the whole situation. Well, I'm we de- see the guard coming at yeah. this point. We're like, oh no. Right. Well, I'm <laughs> deeply, I'm deeply sorry. Let's go right now to the tavern, and I'll buy you a drink, good man. Let's go with great haste now, and then we just fuck off. <laughs> you mean just fucking run off into the alleyway, <laughs> leaving a group of stunned bystanders just <laughs> going, what the fuck just happened? Oh, did you made me roll persuasion, and I got a natural twenty as well. I was so proud of that my fucking god-awful performance, apparently, was <laughs> so compelling. Yeah. But yeah, and then we got the key. So we got the key. Um... And then then we should we should tell everyone how our rogue managed to sneak into the house. Yeah, so we, we, snuck, over, <laughs> we snuck over the wall um, once, once uh, you know, the, uh, the, um, the guy and his guard had, had, had left, you know, to, to go and uh, partake in the pleasures of the flesh. Indulge in the pleasures of the flesh. Um... So we snuck, snuck over the wall and got to a large window at the back. And this is rogue... all happening, just just so everyone else knows, this is all happening about an hour before basically all the guards go to bed. Oh, really? Oh, really? But you guys Fuck just you. hadn't looked at that, like, just hadn't been around it in the in night time to see, like, people actually needing to sleep because they're humans. Mostly humans. No, I... Okay, okay, Matt, I fucking see how this is now. Okay, <laughs> fucking right, mate. I'll be honest, I, I got the impression <laughs> from... Um, from the recon that was done, that when um, Snipes' character went and broke a window, that was significantly later than when we were there that's the second day. That's the impression. Bad DM, very. That, that's the impression that it I got. A, it was a bit late. It was about. It was close. It was about eleven or twelve when you were looking around. Like and they were just, they were like playing dice or whatever they're doing, and just about to head to bed before a window was broken. And then the next day, you got there about nine o'clock in the evening. Fucking rogues so. breaking windows. Am I right? <clears throat> Okay, I, I guess we yeah. should have queried more specifically about time, so I think we were just under the impression of something that wasn't quite true. Well, <laughs> now we know. But anyway. But anyway, um, so uh, Rogue sneaks around the back of the house, finds a nice big window, has got some grass-cutting tools, mm-hmm. so cuts out a nice hole about the shape of a, of a person. Um, <laughs> in a giant window. <laughs> in a giant window. Does, like, a combat roll through it. She and then the wind crawled yeah. in, and then the the window she had to jump the fuck in. The window starts to crack. Yeah, like spider webs of cracks all the way across this glass. Because I think I go I go in through the hole next, and it just gets worse and worse. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you, you don't like, climb you through it elegantly it. as a dwarf. Yeah, no. Then my character comes up. He looks the window up and down, walks around to the side of the house, and climbs in one of the open windows. <laughs> the... <Yeah. laughs> It was a lot smaller, but a lot like less what, liable to fucking shatter. Yeah, yeah. Then, then we help the fucking dragonborn through. So we get into the house. We we find uh, we kind of all the guards are kind of way back. They're so. playing fucking Hearthstone or whatever. yeah, whatever they do. So we open. We we find the door that leads down to the the place where the statue is kept. Uh, we've got the key, so we open it up. Um, we head on in, lock it behind us, so as far as they're aware, nothing's changed, except for the giant cracked window. We hope they won't look at that. I don't think they did, which is very lucky. Um, so we go down into this thing that's, you know, quite it's several like, like flights of stairs down. Yeah, it's quite deep. Um, where this guy keeps all of his goodies. Yeah, so we open up the main chamber down there and find a room full of, like, knickknacks and various bits and pieces. Paddywax. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and and the statue in there, but we also hear this weird, almost melodic, like it's deep speech grumbling, grumbling noise, mm. and 
out of the darkness, as we kind of peer through, we see something that looks very much like a beholder. But it's tiny. It's a tiny beholder. It's a baby beholder. It's a, a spectator, they're called, aren't they? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's a beb holder. Yeah. A little. <laughs> a baby beholder. <laughs> beb holder. And um, it's deep speeching all over the yeah, place. Yeah, and it's just deep speeching. And because it seems to be, like, humming, like, some kind of, like, almost a tune, and... We all think he's adorable for some reason. Because we, because all of us are like, yeah, we know beholders are literally the worst things ever. Well, some of the worst things ever. But this one's so little. So, ah. so I pull out my lute and try and play along with his humming. You had the fucking gall to mock me for breaking a window. <laughs> I played music at a fucking beholder. How could that have gone wrong? In fairness, it didn't attack us straight away. No, because I fucking... St- I, I, I had to mess with the damn thing. <laughs> so... So I, I played it, it. It doesn't doesn't react well to that. Oh, it, it got very cranky. And then, um, because, you know, um, Snipe's character's a warlock, uh, you have, like, an ability to speak to people in whatever language they have. Provided they can speak a language, I can mm. kind of telepathically communicate with them and understand them and vice mm. versa. Well, and it's not, so not quite vice versa. I did actually have a double check. Well, you can speak to them, but they can't speak back. But okay. spectators and beholders also have telepathy. So I kind of figured yeah. with the two combined, you'd be able to yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. talk a bit. Um, so you find out that it's it's super angry because we're not the master. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're not the master. I have to kill you. And I was like, oh, shit. You, you try and, and fake it out by saying, look, I've got the key. That means I'm the master. It did and not it didn't like, like that. that. Um, the problem is because um, you just read its mind, Matt here decided to impart a piece of information upon us that, that, that ruined the ruined fight. Us. Ruined <laughs> it for the rest of the game. Thoroughly. To the po- Oh, this was ruination distilled. So, what what piece of information did you tell us? Try and try and remember it verbatim. Verbatim. <laughs> so the sing the sort of humming noise that was coming from this spectator was they they they're su- they're summoned to guard rooms for they can last they last up to like is it hundred and one years or something and he's obviously been there a while. It doesn't really get to speak to anyone or see anyone else. They can like summon their own food and everything, so they're completely self-sustaining. But they tend, they can go a bit weird in their like isolation. So this 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 spectator was just was just singing to himself a bit. What was he singing? <laughs> he was singing about guarding the room, <laughs> something along the lines of guarding the room, guarding the room, guarding the room, <laughs> guarding the room, oh guarding. <laughs> in 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 like deep speech or whatever. Yeah. And the thing is, once you told us that, we didn't want to kill him. We didn't want to fight him. We wanted to leave this guy alone because we loved him. We love, we love this little dude so much. So, which turned out to be well, quite. There's a lot of hubris on our part. Yeah. So, so Snipe used a spell on it that that damaged it, but made it run away. Dissonant whispers. Yeah, dissonant it was basically whispers. like screaming its brain and it went fucking hell and ran off. So, it, so it ran off. You ran in, grabbed the statue, and then we fucking legged it up we the stairs. We shut the door behind us and we leg it. And, I'm, and for some reason, I think the DM is going to allow this. I, I think, oh yeah, drama mat will be like, yeah, it's fine. Like, like, as we're running up the stairs, we're going, that thing can't open doors, can't. Yeah, it's probably fine. It's right, doesn't turns out, turns out it doesn't open doors. It smashes them down. And it's quite fast. It's quite angry. So this thing catches up to us, and it is not happy. No. And the thing is, we're all on the stairs in this awkward, like, single single file <laughs> bottleneck. 
and this thing's coming up behind us. So being being the, the kind of token tank character in the group, I uh, I pop my rage and go and charge at the damn thing. Um, Half of us have to run back down the stairs. <laughs> Our wizard's already at the top, like yeah. at the door, just not noticing that we're not behind her. So I start I start wailing on the thing. It it casts fucking lasers on me it that did. give me heart cancer. <laughs> Like, does this, like, necrotic blast on my chest. And that it, like, fucks you up. It, like, takes, like, half my health, and I've got like, significantly more health than anyone else in the rest of the group, and I'm like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> well, fuck, like, we were fighting it, so it was... It was the rogue, Wibbs, Bardbarian, <laughs> my, my warlock fighting it on the stairs. It hits Wibbs, Wibbs' character, for half his fucking health. Then we start maybe not being as friendly with it. It breaks our heart, but we try. Yeah. Our rogue's like, I'm gonna get behind it so I can get some get some good damage on it. She manages to get past it. Gets her another round. It turns around and it blasts her with this necrotic fucking like ray and basically one shots her. She's down. She falls down the stairs. She's fucking out. She's com- she's unconscious, rolling like saving against death. It's like, and then we were just like, oh. Fuck. And then we started singing songs like, like dying in pain, dying in pain, just because we, we kept just wailing on it. It'd be like, yeah, fun's over. This thing has to go down. Sora, our wizard, at this point realizes that none of us are beh- like behind her. And she's like, oh, I guess I'll go back downstairs. It takes her like, what, two rounds to get to us with <laughs> yeah. dashing? Oh my God, we could have used her so hard. Because what she does is when she finally gets there, when like... I think, because I don't think... Did I take any damage? I don't think you I'm, took any damage, I don't think no. I took any damage. I was standing behind the dwarf, so... Who <laughs> just, you know, took, like, I don't know, half hit points, heart cancer damage. <laughs> Fortunately, it, the um, the spectator kept trying to bite me as well. And, yeah. Uh, because I, my, my rage abilities give me, like, resistance to yeah. that kind of damage, so... <laughs> so she runs down. She sees me. She casts, like, um, like, protection from good and evil on me. And then she runs around the corner... Uh, and the next round, she basically does... She's like, I'll do a fireball, and, like, my character... And the dwarf kind of turned and I go, we'll crouch, because it's like she's higher up than we yeah. are anyway, so we're like, this is fine. And then she basically... She blows a hole in the motherfucker, just like... Yeah. Fucking thing smacks on the other... We're yeah, just it like, was, I can't remember, it, was, it wasn't <gasps> a fireball, because a fireball would have possibly ended all of you. Well, yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was she, um, she like blew a fucking yeah. hole in that. thing. It's like a cone of flame. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it yeah. was like aimed in such a way that it wouldn't incinerate all of us. But... We we all got very very warm. <laughs> but yeah, and then like we run to the rogue and manage to stabilize her, and then we were just kind of like, man, fuck that thing. That thing was a bad thing. I don't care how cute its songs were. Yeah, it was the worst. And we. Uh... We then just escape the house with uh, with uh, surprisingly no other drama happening. Mm-hmm. We just kind of get out. Yeah, yeah, it was close, but you, you, yeah, you got there. Yeah, yeah, like a guard came around the corner just as my fucking minus one dex twats trying to scale a wall. <laughs> like a fucking, it's like an eight foot wall, and he's like, I can do it. No, no one ever said a warlock had to be dexterous. <sighs> Mindset. In fairness, like, I'm a fucking dwarf. I had to be tossed over the wall. Yeah, but we 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 tossed you first, so it was fine. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, you want to be first. 
If you, you, you want to get tossed, you want to be. Finished. You want to get tossed last. You know, the person's, oh, no. the person's going to be a bit tired. Yeah, they're, they're not going to be able to get the the thrust going. They don't want to put the back into it. Ah, you know? no, I get you. So yeah, I, I scrambled over just in time, and then we like ran the long way back to the bar. Yeah, I think I carried I carried the road because she was like, "I'm dying." Yeah, being very melodramatic <laughs> about it. Yeah, yeah, so I carried her back because apparently that's just what I do. I'm her fucking like horse. I carry her everywhere. I think you're setting some dangerous precedents here. <sighs> She's gonna get me some stirrups or something. <laughs> She's gonna give me a saddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've already been pegging the guards, I don't think it's too much of a uh, of a stretch. Hey, hey, hey! Which is convinced, co- you know, coincidentally, what those guards got? <laughs> a bit of a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You know. laughs> Hello to all the new viewers. This is what it's like all the time. We're sorry. We're very sorry. Oh, they're not listening anymore. Yeah. They're good people with things to do. I don't know why I called them viewers. Like this this Thank is Thank you for looking at our audio waves with your ears. <laughs> this this is an audio thing, not a visual thing. Well, yes. But yeah, then we got back to the uh, the bar with Rue and had a massive like shouting match at him because we were like, dude, fucking seriously, you could have told us. And he was like, I know. <laughs> Well, no, he he was very apologetic, but he was still a bit of a bit of a chode about it. And then, yeah, then we went back and had some well deserved rest because fucking hell. So that's it from our side. Is there anything that that uh, now that the adventure the, that little segment of the adventure is done that um, would be interesting for us to know from um, the DM? No, apparently, I mean apparently we yeah, should have you... gone later at night. Um, I don't know what would have happened if because I yeah if, if sorry if I wasn't clear about timings and wise. Because like you could have gone in later on. Because the other option to get in the key was to try go in when he's asleep and try and get it off him then. Um, but no, I, I was yeah no, I, I had no idea how you. I sort of left it open ended as to how you how you were gonna. I didn't say right. Okay, these are the two options that they have to do, and one of these would work. Sort of thing. I was just like, well, I'll just see what you want to do, and then see how likely it is that that would work. Yeah. Um, I don't know what would have happened if Ash didn't roll like. Because I was I had to make the that pickpocket check pretty hard, yeah. Because um, he's not just keeping it like you know an outside coat pocket. It was like you know took. He away kept it wrapped up in his, uh, yeah. his butt. So I yeah. don't know what would have happened if he'd like, even if he just failed it slightly and the guy hadn't noticed, but he hadn't got anything. And then if he failed it badly and the guy had noticed, I have no idea what what you would have done then. Oh, I don't know. Punch him in the face but, and hope for the best. I think my my backup plan was twatted. Yeah, yeah, that was, I, that was we exactly. were already throwing punches. You know, yeah. if we'd actually just turn around and just like double socked him, it would have been fine. Uh, like, the key run off. But yeah, no, there's yeah, you managed to avoid all of the guards. I was kind of hoping you'd try and like because there's the two guards at the front door. So I was I was wondering whether you were going to try and to get going that way and like distract one of them, and I could hear one of you like trying to chat up one of the guards or something, which could have been funny. <laughs> well, it was heavily discussed that I would uh, dress up as a sexy lady goblin. Hang on. <laughs> And try and uh, seduce one of them. Specifically, a sexy lady goblin. Dude, you were. Oh yeah, you 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 were like eating dinner while we were discussing our game plan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I. I yeah, taco. It, was, it just kept like there, there would be a moment of silence, and then like Ash or, or like Sarah would go, or maybe Nathan could dress up as a sexy lady goblin, and I'm like, guys, no, it didn't I'm work not dressing. <laughs> it did. No, I'm. One day I'm gonna fucking do it. I'm gonna do it, and it's gonna be fucking amazing. And I'm so that's the thing. so fucking salty about it. We keep suggesting that that's a plan that you should dress up as a sexy lady goblin, and we're gonna keep doing it until you eventually acquiesce to our plan. Yeah, and then I'll 
get stabbed in the fucking soul and die. Like that would be any different to what happens usually. Okay, that happened one time, <laughs> I think. Yeah, probably only one time, actually. Uh, um, but yeah. But yeah, no, not much more behind the scenes stuff, to be honest, because I was kind of leaving it up to you guys as to how you're going to do it. I just wanted to give you a bit of an open-ended problem rather than just a, here's a series of dungeons, you have to get to the end of it. Nice. I thought I'd see, just because just like, we've already just started, I'm trying to sort of mix it up a bit just to sort of work out what you guys like doing. Absolutely. So no, it's it's good. It's good, and I'm glad we didn't fuck it up too bad. <laughs> I need to write. I need to write. Um, so at the end of this, like, yeah, you were meant to be getting this thing because Ruth said he was on a contract from the thieves guild down in a nearby town. But what actually turned out, you guys managed to find out at the end, which you only found out because you rolled well on like an insight roll on onto him and noticed that he was looking more relieved than like just ple- generally pleased. Yeah, because you may or may not have found out this information, but basically, yeah, he actually. He'd stolen a thing from somewhere else on a, on this mission for the Thieves Guild. It was meant to take it back to the Thieves Guild, but needed money. So I actually sold it to this collector and then got in trouble with the Thieves Guild and was like, okay, I'll go get it back. <laughs> and then he, he um, enlisted us and was he cooked up a story and dropped the four of us in a meat grinder. Yeah, but I need to write make, write his letter. Um, so you actually got a copy of it of him like he buggered off in the next morning and then like wrote an apologetic letter I need to put into that letter just how apologetic he is because he's a good dude well, he's not oh good, yeah he just like... he, he fucked up pretty hard though so yeah I was quite surprised how I was expecting your reaction to be more akin to Sarah's reaction rather than the rest of you other three no but, but I you, was angry yeah, yeah no yeah that's yeah that's hey, I, I didn't actually have a reaction to it other than well this is awkward and just <laughs> kind of left because everyone else left and it was just a guy I don't know <laughs> yeah. I was like oh, alright <laughs> I'm just going to leave now yeah that's fair but yeah that's some, some fun D&D adventures yeah it was it was a lot of fun it was, it was it a was, hell of a lot of fun it was good yeah and I'm glad we got through it in the in the session I think it went on a bit late but I think every session we've done has gone on a bit late which is fine for us. It's less fine when the other two guys say, right, so we'll probably be up in about three or four hours with the baby. Yeah. Okay, sorry. We should have gone yeah. to bed earlier. But yeah, glad you enjoyed it. Yes, thank yeah. you. So apart from that, uh, Drummer Matt, what have you been up to? Um, Bits and bobs. Oh, I saw, so I had my things to talk about last week before we got heavily derailed by the longest E3 podcast we've, <laughs> we've ever done. Out of all one of them. Um, Hey, we've done two E3 podcasts. So it's technically yeah. the longest. Have we? Okay, so... <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I saw Wonder Woman a few days before then, before we recorded oh, last nice. one. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was, it was very good. I'm, I'm coming, I've, I've com- been hearing good things. Coming into it on the, on the basis of I was expecting it to be as, as fantastically amazing as all the other DC movies. So <laughs> that's how high my standards were. So I might be somewhat, you know... Yeah, a bit like Rue. More, more relieved than pleased. <laughs> <laughs> if you go in expecting Suicide Squad, then pretty much every movie is going to be high art. So yeah, um, it was yes, it was good. You know they're selling Captain Boomerang figures at like the knockoff, like the cheap pound shop nearby, and I really want one, <laughs> but it's like, they're like six quid. I'm like, what? Ah, no, it's too much. Well, it's, it's yeah, it's it's a cheapy shop. Okay. And like seriously, have you been in a pound shop lately? Everything is over a pound. Yeah. I think everything might be a tad of an exaggeration. Well, nearly everything. I don't. I think that might also be an exaggeration. Mostly there, everything. There are literally uh, everything. There are many things in pound shops now that are above a pound. Nearly uh, everything. N- not nearly everything. There Most are some things. things. 
Okay. Most things. Some. Most. I. Mm. The things that matter, like Captain Boomerang, <laughs> are all over one pound. Okay. And that really fucking bugs me because I mean it's it's pretty crap. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Captain Boomerang's fucking shit, and that's why I want him. <laughs> Captain... He was the only sympathetic character in that whole fucking movie. I'd say Captain Boomerang was the Waluigi of DC, but like <laughs> half of DC's villain lineup is basically Waluigi. So, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but yeah, I did. I, I did like Captain Boomerang because he was just shitting in the corner. Yeah. Well, speaking that. about the movie that Matt saw. Oh yeah, was Captain <laughs> Boomerang in that movie? He he was not. He exploded, right? Oh my god! Why Captain Boomerang doesn't explode. Doesn't you're thinking of, you're thinking of Slipknot. Oh yeah, and no, I am, aren't I? You know the, oh, the yeah. guy who I can remember. climb anything. Yeah. The guy who's he power- gets battle royale pretty hard. He does, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a good thing they put literally no effort to characterize him apart from this guy's good at climbing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who's this guy? Oh well, he's got no brains left. It's cool. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> who's this guy? Climbing man. I he's love, dead now. I love how they don't even bother to like give him this, the introductory splash screen that every other character gets four of, so you know he's gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> just like instantly. It's so. Oh. It's like, oh, by the way, there's also this guy. Mm-hmm. He is going to die in five minutes. Oh, look, he's dead. It's like, hey, here's dead meat. Whoa, dead meat died. Isn't it sad? Like, um... Is it Wonder Woman that has Chris Pine in it? Yeah, yeah he was. He was fine. Like Chris Pine is fine. Because like, he's just he's like a he's like the um Robin to Wonder Woman's Batman. Yeah, so he kind of actually does. Does Wonder Woman in the comics have a sidekick at any point? I don't remember. Probably. I, I'm not really. It big... is comic books. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really big into like DC comics in general. Um, so I'm I don't... definitely more of a Marvel person. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really tend to know that much, and especially if you get into like the this kind of Silver Age comics. Like, yeah. There's a lot of fucking weird shit that goes on. All there. bets are off. She probably has like a wonder dog or something. There's like super dog and back cow. Yeah, crypto. Fuck off, crypto. <laughs> Isn't there a bat? Oh, there's, there's bat a, cow. Bat cow. I literally bat just cow. mentioned bat cow. Bat cow is a real thing. <laughs> no, in, in the comics. Fights no, it's not. no. It, fucking no. Google it, dude. Bat what? cow exists. I, I, Do you want, want another best thing about bat cow? He's not even like super old. It's not like from the from the era of oh, um, Batman has oh, got God. to uh, I, well, like Superman's got to marry Lois Lane. Oh no, like not from that era of comics. We're talking from like I think it was from the nineties or something. Bat okay. cow appears. It's the dumbest and, like, shit. It has like a bat. It kind of looks like a bat symbol marking on its forehead, <laughs> and it has a cape. It has its own Wikipedia page The opening line is Bat cow is a fictional cow (laughs) (laughs) No, bat cow is real Bat cow lives All of my dreams I refuse to believe that bat cow isn't real Bat cow is real I know, I've seen it Ace the bat hound was Robin's dog Apparently Um, It doesn't say it was was first appeared in Batman Incorporated Volume 2 Number 1 but it doesn't say when that was, so... Huh. Ah, no man knows. No no one could possibly research and find out. No. Nobody. Never. If not you If you research and type it in the comments, it's not real. It's not real. But Bat Cow is. Bat Cow is Bat real. Cow is real. No matter what Wikipedia might tell you. Wikipedia's wrong. <laughs> Holy crap, Bat 2012. Excellent. 
So anyway, <laughs> probably has like the, wonder parrot. The DC wiki page, the um, you know, one of the DC dot wikia. The, the image for that for Bat Cow is oh no, got an advert. Hang on, go away. Bat Cow is just a just an image of it of like a very very bloody Robin stood in front of a quite bloody cow being <laughs> Robin going. As of now, I am a vegetarian, and this is Bat Cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's- has it got the the follow up ones where um, there's like there's just literally at night and Bat Cow is stood in a field just being a cow and like there's like coppers chasing these these robbers or whatever in a car and it just kind of zooms in on Bat Cow and then the next thing you see is Bat Cow in the middle of the road with a cape on <laughs> and then like they they swerve to avoid hitting Bat Cow and then Bat Cow's like fucking justice it's so weird <laughs> Bat Cow is also known as the Batlin Bovine apparently. <laughs> I'm just for, I, I guys this I want to change best. my name legally. I'm glad where to... is that where is our Bat Cow movie DC? Why yeah. isn't Bat Cow gonna be in the Justice League movie? Oh my god, Bat, <laughs> Bat Cow. Yes. Yes. I want like instead of Batman, just have Bat Cow. And just <laughs> Actually isn't it um the the Robin that gets him, isn't it Damian Wayne? <sighs> if it's that stupid, probably. Uh... it's Oh no, I think yeah, it's yeah, it's it is Damian Wayne. You're right. So, um, back cow aside, because uh, no. because we know that there's no there's, there's not going to be a cameo in Wonder Woman, so you know it's not going to be a perfect movie. So they put Howard the Duck and fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's why Guardians of the Galaxy is the best Marvel movie. Oh, they should put back cow and Guardians of the Galaxy too. <laughs> it would fit. It would fit. It'd be pretty good. Um, so uh, apart from the the glaring omission of back cow, would you recommend Wonder Woman? I would. I, I would definitely recommend it. Um, and I also like how we this technically was supposed to be a segment where you talk about Wonder Woman, but we actually talked about Bat Cow. We made it Bat all Cow about Bat Cow. So better. I'm so glad that I and now everyone else knows that that's a thing. Bat Cow is fantastic. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, there's, there's there's nothing I can say to top that. But it's a good film, and you should, if you get a chance, go and see it. Why it's in cinema? Because as, as much as it's worth seeing because it's a good film, it's also worth seeing because you know if people see this film, more films. Like this, get made, and then we don't get end up in an awful world where cool female superheroes don't get films. But yeah, exactly. brushing aside from that, <laughs> no, we, we just live in a world where Bat Cow doesn't get its own fucking movie. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. We need Wonder Woman to do well so the Bat Cow movie can happen. <laughs> so they're willing to take risks. Yeah. What are you guys? What have you two been up to? Bat Cow. Bat Cow is life now. <laughs> bat Cow is life. has a marking on its face that's the shape of a bat. I mean, it's just I it's said predestined. That. I know, but I didn't. I told you. Oh. It was... You, one does not just take up the cowl and become Bat Cow. <laughs> one is born Bat Cow. Bat Cow and it's Bat Cow. Oh, <laughs> Matt, fuck off. Pog, I'm deleting you well, now I'm just podcast. imagining whenever ba- there's this uh, one moment of confusion when Batman goes to put on his bat cowl and accidentally puts on his bat cowl. <laughs> this is very saying comfortable. that Bruce Wayne is so fucking stupid, he'd be like, a cowl, an actual fucking bovine. Hmm, probably the giant fucking animal. Put on head. Wait, something feels wrong. My bat confusion is happening. Hmm... <laughs> Please draw that. <laughs> okay, maybe. <laughs> like, really graphically. 
<laughs> See, now I'm just now I'm, I'm now I'm just thinking of like, it's like he just breaks his neck into his shoulders, so he's just like a stumpy man. I'm just thinking of like re, like bits from like Batman lore, but replacing characters with Batcow. So there's Killing like joke with Batcow. Yeah, so so like fucking Batcow gets shot in the spine and ends up having to become Oracle and doing all the computer stuff. So like. <laughs> So like over, over. that cow, the oracle. I need information about this thing. Thanks, bad cow. I'll be right in. The fucking hell! Or it could oh be my worse. god! I need to mod Arkham Asylum so hard. <laughs> <laughs> what well, it be? Oracle. Ah, oracle. Yes. Yeah. yeah but- <laughs> Fucking Christ! This is good. Were were Bat Cow's parents also killed by <laughs> the Joker? By I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess it depends on which version of Batman you go. But he was it? killed by the Joker because it's an evil chicken. <laughs> yeah. it, it just becomes this whole kind of farmyard parody thing. Well, the Penguin is literally just still. It's still Oswald, and then later he just can... wanders in and fucks shit up with the animals occasionally. And then later it can have a crossover with Spider Ham. Yeah, Spider-Ham can come in and they'll be like, wait. You know, I'm beginning to think comics are really weird. You think? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. They can occasionally be really fucking stupid. Yeah. I read comics for a long ass time. Holy dang. So, um, what have you been up to, Snow? <laughs> Apart from Bat-Cow. Does it matter? Can anything top Bat-Cow? Well, you can try. Well, yeah. I finally got around to playing Darkest Dungeon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I've been really enjoying that, because they updated that and they added an easy mode. <laughs> <laughs> and before anyone gets really mad about, Goom shouldn't have easy mode, look, this actually, even on easy mode, I'm having difficulty with it. It's a tough game. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, by design, it's it's designed to be brutal and punishing. It so. is. And that's that's great. But, yeah, on easy mode, it's like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to amp it up eventually, but for the moment, I'm just learning mechanics and stuff, mm. and... And learning the area and knowing what I've kind of got to do and how I can upgrade my characters and... Your characters. Before... My characters, yeah. Cow okay. characters. Oh, fucking... Cow actors. Matthew, you are tearing us apart. <laughs> yeah, we heard you. <laughs> we heard the cow puns. Oh, but no, the... I booted it up and what immediately struck me was that I'd forgotten that Wib had played a fair bit of it. In like, and when you start a new game, you have like four slots, and it starts with like darkest whatever. So you go, or you can just delete that and call it whatever you want. Wib had called his darkest dingle, <laughs> and that for some reason hit me like a fucking truck. <laughs> I could not function. What? Because you didn't want to look at my save file, the darkest dingle. I didn't want to look at your darkest I think, dingle. I think that was done for the video we did of Darkest Dungeon like ages ago. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But yeah, um, so I've been playing. It's kind of like a turn-based RPG. It's yeah, Hit things with medieval people. That there's, it's kind of fundamentally a turn-based, a turn-based like battle system, dungeon crawler kind of thing. There, there, there are RPG elements to it. Although I, I would compare it, it has like roguelike elements as yeah, well, um, but not can, fully. Yeah. You sort of you throw people into the meat grinder to burn through this kind yeah. of Lovecraftian. 
it, it nails the whole Lovecraft thing. Like, and you have a, like insanity effects almost where uh, every time, like, say your character gets critted or they get something like in in a fight, yeah, they get critted or they miss or something like that. That will affect their sanity or stress. So once they get to like a certain amount of stress, they freak out and they can either go for something good, which is like um. There's one that the plague, um, plague doctor has, which is like they occasionally regen like a load of hit points, which is really really useful. Or they can go and just kind of snap and like. I remember the night I had kept becoming really abusive and just kept shouting abuse at the rest of the team and lowering and basically giving them more stress so they were getting like closer to their breaking yeah. point. And like you can get knock on effects where. Something will will crit one guy, and then he'll go he'll go nuts and become abusive, and then scream at the rest of them, and then one of them will just go, oh, "I can't take this shit anymore," and then become like paranoid, and like it goes, and it, you can chain like it gets chained so all of your characters are just kind of sitting there being fucking useless dicks, <laughs> which is annoying when it happens, but oh god, it's there's a whole lot of nuance I need to learn there. Yeah, I mean, I but remember, I am enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, I remember playing it, and this was before uh, the easier modes were added. And it's like, I did really enjoy it, but the general punishing nature of it does mean that it's a game that I never. It would. It felt like a game that I should be able to just sit down and kind of have a bit of a relaxed play with. But because of how, how all the micromanaging of of everyone's like neuroses that they pick up, because like when you when you like get to the end of a level. They, uh, they, they have, tend to pick up weird neuroses. Yeah, they can like some some of them will like say become like afraid of a certain type of enemy or or will... like they can only visit the whorehouse to relieve stress or something. Yeah, there's... I had a guy earlier. It was like he will not because there's like a chapel that you go to. It's like he won't go and do anything like pray or self-flagellate or meditate because of what he's witnessed. He has seen too much. It's like he's he's witnessed something terrible. He cannot trust the the church. And I'm like. Fuck did you witness, dude? <laughs> you were, fuck me, okay. <laughs> like, oh god, there was a thing earlier that completely and utterly broke my heart. So, um, in the sanitarium, because uh, you kind of have like a chart of like good good things that happens when you snap and bad things that happen when you snap. So you can be like, I think there's one that's like um, comfort eater. So they eat loads more food because you need to take food during a dungeon. So that that becomes massively annoying because it digs into your supplies. And you can remove a negative or, a, I think, a positive trait. So I put, put him in there and I wanted to remove... I can't even remember what it was. But I was like, oh yeah, I'll just remove that. And then he just... He little text bubbles pop, pops up and goes, I just want to be a better person. And then, like, the little door shuts and I'm like, oh, oh my poor little dude. <laughs> it just it really fucking got to me. I was like, oh, he just... He was like, I just want to be a better person. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> this fucking game. It's the worst. Don't ever play it. Zero out of ten. Bad. <laughs> but no. But yeah, I've been getting to grips with that. It's very spooky. I like it. And it's... of course, the art style is fucking phenomenal. Oh yeah. yeah like, I love it so much. I, I kind of like how... Like, it's very common for people to compare things to Dark Souls these days, but... There is a certain Soulsian type vibe to it, especially because you know you've got knights and things battling against unholy horrors. Well, I've literally called my knight Oscar and my plague <laughs> doctor Eileen. Yeah. yeah. 
Because of course. Yeah. Um, but I think there is, and I think probably the closest thing to compare it to is it's like a a medieval version of the Call of Cthulhu role playing game, but with it really it, does feel like that. But with the sanity effects like ramped up to the four, definitely. And you know, you can actually engage things and fight them and kill them because that's well, kind of what yeah, you're supposed to yeah. do. But no, it does. It does have a very kind of Call of Cthulhu feel to it. That's a really good way to describe it, actually. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I I liked it. I do mean to, I've always meant to go back and play some more of it. Of, of your darkest dingle save. I might make a new save so I don't have to deal with the dingle. Oh, that's <laughs> good. Yeah, maybe don't do that. So yeah, I, I'm very very late to the party, but I'm actually quite enjoying it. Oh, good. It's good. it's frustrating and eldritch, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Wib, what have you been up to? Um, well, nothing. Okay, thanks. <laughs> no, the main thing I've been doing is uh, recently is playing Besiege, the game that we played a did a snipe and we play on. Oh, that looks great um, fun! You mm-hmm. should totally buy Dude, it. Dude, that is so your game. <laughs> it's quite it, it's quite cheap. I think it's like six pounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and they're currently working on adding in multiplayer to it as well. Oh well, so, if they add that, okay, I'm on it. Yeah, it will basically then be Robot Wars. Mm-hmm. With flamethrowers, yeah. Um, I've, I've been playing a fair, a fair bit of it, and yeah, there's, there's, there is something. It rem- like, there's something so engaging about building things that move mm. in, well, in video games, yeah. like I mean, building vehicles. I don't quite get it. I think because I'm really bad at it, or maybe I'm too good at it. Actually, <laughs> I, I think the video evidence is out there that you can't hide behind the ambiguity. Okay, everyone knows. People know how good I am at that game, but yeah. I think that kind of that put, definitely puts a damper on it for me. I can tell it's a very well made game. Oh yeah, yeah. Very good, good at what it does. But at the same time, I'm sitting there going, I don't want to play because I suck at everything. I mean, the 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 part, the problem that I've got is that um, I looked up guides on how to make catapults uh, because I just couldn't. I, I couldn't work out how certain things things work, like how the the springs worked and stuff, and then. Like once I'd built one, I could then look and see. Oh well, you press this button, um, then it doesn't tell you you're supposed to press that button. You have to click on this button to unveil that you need to press that button. It's a whole thing. There's, okay, there right. are elements of its of its UI design that are not are not fantastic, like just yet. But a, a little bit more interaction because I mean it is still in early access. Although for whatever the fuck early access means anymore, because it's been out for over a year. Yeah. Early access is such a nonsense term. It's like HD. What does uh, it mean? Yeah, it, it means different things to different people yeah. at different times. Yeah. But because it is relatively cheap, and it, it is the sort of game that you can just lose yourself in. Like I, I played it when I was just testing it to make sure it'd record fine. I just meant to like play it for like ten minutes. So I ended up spending like an hour dicking around with it, and then I was like, oh okay, I guess this is a pretty good game. Like if I spend an hour and I don't really notice, yeah, yeah that's, that, that's a good game. Sorry. Um, but I haven't been looking up guides on how to do anything else. So I'm sort of just experimenting with my own ideas of how to make things. So like, I was quite proud of myself that I managed to make a catapult that can reload. Like it's only got like one spare rock in it, but um, that's still pretty rare. But to make it cool. so, so it like it fires the the one rock, and then it's got like another rock held above uh, above like um, the back end of it, held in place. And you press a button which drops it down into a trough, which then you press another button that pushes out a piston to knock it into the. Um, the the cup the um, that, that holds it awesome. on the arm of the catapult. That's pretty rad. I was like, I'm re- I'm weirdly proud of that. It should be like that boggles my fucking mind. And then you look at the Steam Workshop and people have made literal walking robots. Well, people have made like 
orc vehicles. Yeah, so someone made like awesome. a, someone made like a killer can. It was so cool. Awesome. Um, people make like remarkably accurate vehicles. Uh, they are using like mods for certain items and such. I know you can make tracked vehicles, which I think I might have a go at trying to make later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Besieged is really good. Um, I can definitely, if you have any, if you've watched the video that we did and you have any interest in that sort of game, you'll probably really like it. And as I say, multiplayer is coming, um, I think they said around quarter three this year is what they're aiming for. Um, they're actually doing a sensible thing because obviously it's a physics based game. Um, they're making it so whoever the host is, is actually the one that generates all the physics. Like it's their computer that runs all that. So it means you won't have that problem where two people are generating physics separately and yeah. they don't necessarily match up. Mm. That's pretty clever. Um, but it means that the weird um, offshoot of that is it means that your host, the, they can basically have as many parts and moving uh, moving things going around as their computer can handle. But the other person, it's not really a big deal because all they're really getting is the raw data. They're not processing any of the physics data that actually slows it down. Yeah. So the, pers- cool. the person on the other end can have a really shitty computer, but as long as one person who's hosting it's got a good computer, it will actually work for lots of people. Apparently. Mm, that's cool. of the story, befriend someone with an amazing PC. Yeah, basically. Have them host. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can definitely recommend it. Um, the uh, like the only other main thing I've got to talk about is a strange event that happened a, a couple of weeks back, and I didn't get a chance to talk about it last, last podcast, because of E3 stuff. And it's just... It's got no real point to it. It's just an adorable little story that I, I thought I should tell. Oh, yay. Story time with Wim. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sit um, down and let Daddy tell you a story. It was, you know, it was actually when we were going to record Panty Party. So it's, it's a little while ago now yeah. when, when it happened. I had hoped to have forgotten. <laughs> we had hoped to have forgotten. <laughs> um, but as we were setting that up, about to record, we get a knock on the door. So I go, I go and answer It's the police, it. sir. Are you playing Panty Party? <laughs> yes. Let me tell my nice story. Okay, sorry. Start again. So, we go. We're about to play the game. Get a knock on the door. I go out. And and I answer it. And there's a guy there who is... um, He's trying to get get something for charity. Um, Now, I never find out what charity he's actually with. Because what happens is he sits... He's like, "Um, yeah, hello. Um, I want want to talk to you about this this thing. Um, Are are you aware of... He's about to, like, launch into his spiel about the, the... charity you represent and then he stops and he looks down at my t-shirt because i happen to be wearing a, a team fortress 2 pyro t-shirt <laughs> um and he just stops looks at me for a second and goes what what's that from i'm like oh it's a team fortress 2 shirt he's like do, do you still play i'm like um not for a while but i did play it quite a lot and he's like did you, how, how long ago did you play it? i was like oh i played it from more or less launch and this goes on to this this long conversation where we're talking about tf2 and then it kind of just bridges off onto like, oh, so, so you know, what are, what other games do you play? And like, I'm saying, oh, we'll play a bit of everything and start talking about, you know, the games we're playing recently. And after a while, he kind of realizes that he's supposed to be a charity worker. And he kind of turns back to, um, he turns back to like, okay, okay yeah, I need to, I need to do this. So, um, so I, I represent, um, so do you watch anyone on Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> And it, it turns out this guy uh, is a lovely bloke. His name was Casper, um, and he was from Lithuania, uh, of all places. Oh, um, rad! It led, it led us to talking about how one of the wonderful things about like gaming, uh, like, one of the positive things about the like, gaming culture is that people from all around the world play together, and you can often end up with friends that are all mm. around the world. Like, yep. you know, we've got like really good friends that 
just from all over the place. And it's no big deal. Like, oh yeah, friend in fucking Ohio. Yeah, we can just talk to them like whenever. Yeah. Like, it's not a big deal. And I think it was like his, he when he moved here, all of his friends that were gamers like were in Lithuania. So he'd not had a chance to speak to anyone about gaming. Aww. Like in England, because none of the people he knew here like had talked about it. So I just had this nice conversation with, with a guy on the doorstep for like 10 minutes. <laughs> About gaming, and then he just left and didn't try and sell me any charity stuff. He just he just left, and it was like that was a fun thing. It reminds he sounds me, like a really nice guy. Yeah. I hope he has a good day. It reminds me of another time when a very similar thing happened, where a guy came up and again trying to do a charity thing, and then he stopped mid uh, mid sentence and then looked behind me and went, "Is that a Marshall amp?" Like my man. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then we got into talking about music for about you know like fifteen minutes. But it was just quite a nice little, nice little interaction of, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it has oh. no no point to that story. It was just a fun little thing that happened. See, anyone who comes to the door when I answer it, they just want me to sign shit. <laughs> yeah. I never get the fun people. I get the, could you sign here, please? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it goes, yeah. isn't it? Ah, well. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that, that, you know, you have actually have some decent conversations yeah. at the door. Actually, uh, there is one, one minor thing that is not really a, a, a big thing, but I'll just mention it. Um... I've been finally going through 8th edition 40k. Um, yeah, we've been really slack on that. <laughs> well, in fairness, it's only been out. What, it came out on the 16th? It's not like it's been out. it came out in the 60s. It's not Wait even... a minute. No. Yeah, <laughs> it, it came out on the 16th of last month. It's not like it's been out for, like, over a month or anything. Oh, I've slept since then. It's dead to me. I'm waiting for 9th, honestly. <laughs> well, that's basically what we did with 7th. We just ignored its existence. We really did. We were just like, 7th? I haven't. No, that's not a thing. Um, but yeah, so we're going to have a little bit of a game of that um, probably later on today of the day of recording. Obviously, there's so much has changed. They've removed pie plates, and there's no initiative and blah. Yeah, there's no templates now, eh? Right. But yeah, I guess. But that's, we... and then you hit people with your whippy sticks. Everything is there. They've taken those out too. Actually, had There's no. You don't get whippy sticks. You don't get whippy sticks in the box oh. in the like starter box set anymore. You get like. Tape measure or like. Do I look like a goddamn animal? If I, if I want to put a pie plate on someone, they get salty with me. I want to be able to whip them in the back of the legs with my whippy stick. I hope we don't get to a point where there are people playing Warhammer Forty Thousand or indeed any tabletop war game who don't, who doesn't know what a red whippy stick is. Because that's gonna... and they were always fucking use, useless for measuring. Because oh. they're always warped as fuck. Because you were hitting people with <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah. Well, well, just just simply the fact that, that they're like uh, molded plastic. Uh, that there is a variance in them, so mm-hmm. they weren't one hundred percent accurate anyway. Uh, but God, they were fun for hitting people. Yeah. Oh, totally. Especially when oh, you went to games you... to like Warhammer World with people who took helmets. Because then it's even more fun because you actually just twat them on the top of the helmet. Well, to be fair, they probably deserve it because they're complete twats. I... And that's not a thing that any of us would have ever done. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not very good at wargaming, but I get into it. <laughs> and yeah, ringing in my fucking ears, holy shit. Yeah, I didn't, realize, I didn't really think the whole ringing in your ears through if I hit a metal tin can on your head with it. So yeah, apolo- apologies again. We learned something that day. Yeah, we did. And I let, I, I, I let you do it back again just to prove to me that it was awful. So Yeah, yeah. no, I think we both suffered. Like, no one won here. No one Everyone won. suffered. Yeah, yeah, especially the staff. But the point is, we want the chance to be able to suffer if we want to, but now we can't. Yeah, it is our choice. (laughs) 
And if I want to whip a fucking giant pie plate at someone's face, then I think I should be able to. I think that's a very narrow view on the requirements of pie plates in a war game. What? Oh, yeah, also you can take models out of play. But that's beside the point. <laughs> I want to fucking so... frisbee at drama mat and then he'll hit me in the head with a whippy stick. That's what war gaming is all about. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll give a little bit of an update on, on that, of how we, we kind of feel about it on the next podcast, I guess. Oh, my dreadnought's got eight wounds. Yeah, something my like that. My dreadnought has wounds. Yeah, that's kind of that weird. That feels weird. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get the. I get it for the game balance, but that's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we should uh, probably wrap this thing up. Yeah, we should probably depart and leave this poor. P- oh, yeah. there's no one listening. It's fine. I, I'm off to, off to play the new Grand Grand Theft Auto. As I say, new. I bought it in the summer sale last year. I think. Oh, Vice City. <laughs> I heard good things. <laughs> <laughs> the new the new Grand Theft Auto Mission Pack London. Yeah, but yeah sorry, Matt. Carol. I spent the last week downloading it, so I'm quite looking forward to it. Ooh. And your horrible yeah. French internet. It's, How's your uh, French coming along? Uh, Are you going to be able to ask for no. better internet soon? It's, no? it's difficult. It's very difficult. Get a friendly Frenchman. Yeah, we, French we need person. to. But it, yeah. No, I'm, it's all right. My reading is getting better. Like I can read French comics, or like I'll, I'll, I've been buying the. Various Marvel comics, but like the French translations of, which come out about nice. six months late. But that's fine. Yeah, I've been reading them, and I can read, I can get through them without like looking up anything and things. Nice. So reading, speaking okay. is a completely it's different. Speaking is just though. yeah, and listening to people as well talking is so much harder. Well, because they all speak super fast. And yeah. You're like, I, I, mm-hmm, and yes, mo- actually, the more the problem here. I mean, that might be the problem in like Paris somewhere, but down here, I'm in Bordeaux. Like everyone just wants to practice their English, even though they're all pretty much fluent. So you, you go into a shop with even a slight English accent, and they'll just reply to you in English. I was like, but I yeah. want to practice listening to someone speak French at me. Like, I remember helpful. someone telling me about like that that being a very common thing in Germany when they were there. Mm. I think it might have been Ruth actually. And yeah, she was like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you go in, you're like, oh, guten Tag, and they're like, hello. And you're like, no, no please. Just, it's like. I'd understand it if you need to practice, but you're all fluent. <laughs> yeah, you like, all speak English better than I speak English. <laughs> a lot of native English speakers aren't technically fluent. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine most people's native language, is, uh, people who are like multilingual, I imagine that their native language is technically the language that they are the worst at, if you know what I mean. Mm, yeah, because, I think, yeah. because they will have learned the other ones in a more academic setting, probably, so they'll be more more actually fluent in it. Whereas their own language, it's full of all of the bad habits you have from a language that you've grown up with. But yeah. everyone's going to understand what you say anyway, because they all have those bad habits as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, no, I, I, I said, I up me duck to an American the other day, and they just did not know what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> as did presumably Beautiful. most of the people listening now. <laughs> a up me duck means, hello, my term of endearment. Yeah. He- hello, friend, basically. Yeah. Well, importantly enough, a gender neutral term of endearment, which is quite rare. Which is quite yeah. yeah, yeah. Although I do like the way around it, like, Hey, up, ducky, how you doing? You right? <laughs> oh, it's actually... Like, <laughs> oh, it, it confused the fuck out of me when I got here. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Like, hey, up, ducky, you right? I'm like, the fuck did you just say to me? Do you is want it... money? Is that what you want? Now I'm thinking that there is someone out there who has like, got some kind of like map on their screen trying to work <laughs> out whereabouts we actually live. <laughs> Please don't do that. That's, by that's by trying to try to work out from from the accent that we're imitating as being the local one. I, I think it's broad enough to not narrow it down too much. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's, a, there's quite a few places in the UK that have the A-up, mid-up. Okay, maybe don't actively challenge someone who's going to be, like, <laughs> trying to narrow, narrowly find us on a map. It's, it's, it's not that difficult. They, they already know that we live near um, Warhammer World, so, like, they, they already knew where we almost are. Damn it. I'm, I'm honestly expecting a knock on the door any minute now. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> A-up, mid-up, like, no! Uh. They're talking local at me. It's the one thing I can't deal with. It took a lot of getting used to. Yeah, I can imagine. Especially my my auntie's husband. Go bird watching. You're like, the fuck is wrong with you? you, What what is this? Is this... Is this... Is this a different language? No, he's got the very short, like... Go go down, boom, go do this thing. Yeah, yeah, old minor, very yeah. gruff and fucking. Yeah, I could not understand a word he said for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> that made it awkward. It's like, like, yes, uh huh. That that guy's fucking terrifying. I remember, like, I was playing with my gerbil and he picked it up and he put it in his front shirt pocket. Sorry. Yeah, I was playing. I was I literally. I had a pet gerbil and it was it was kind of like running around in my hands and I was like feeding it. He walks up to me, picks it up, and puts it in his shirt pocket. <laughs> And I'm like, that's. I just had no idea how to do it. I was like, that's my fucking gerbil. And he's like, come on now. I'm like, I. I kind of just stood there looking at his pocket and this this tail frantically just freaking out. The gerbil was even more worried than I was. I was like, can I have my gerbil? He's like, no, it's mine. I'm going to eat it. Bit of bread. Mm. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Okay, right. I was so frightened. I can't honestly. I bla- I think I blanked a bit of that conversation because I can't remember how I got my gerbil back. <laughs> did I get my gerbil back? Oh, he ate it. Oh god! <laughs> if you got your gerbil back, did you ever see this guy again, or did you do something to him? I loved my gerbil. No, I'm pretty sure I got her back. But yeah, just fucking that. Any- that's- anyway. Finishing up this gaming podcast or whatever. <laughs> this gaming podcast about my frightening fucking uncle who can barely speak English stealing my pets yeah. and threatening to eat them. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. <laughs> and goodbye to those new listeners who will never listen again. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.